Hello and welcome back to another episode of that podcast. My name is Ryan Janke, and as always, I am joined by Pastor DJ Lura, Dana Mashevsky, and Sarah DeYoung. Hey, Ryan. How are uh, you doing? Good. How are you? I'm good. I was just watching your mouth move. Yeah. And like, you got skills. Like, yeah. like it's like you're a professional at this or something. You know what would be funny is somebody watching me do my day-to-day job. Yeah. And laughing at me because of the over-enunciation. <laughs> <laughs> It's just insane how much, I would say your top lip moves so much. I I know I've asked you this before, but is that a self-taught thing? Like my mom was a music teacher for years and Mm -hmm. she would always talk about the proper way to form and breathe to enunciate. Yeah. I've gotten some, some tips. Okay. Some, uh, Hey, why don't you try this is and that's. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, so it is a bit of, it's not like you, you learned this in communication school. No, I didn't go to broadcast communication school. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. This yeah. is learning on the job. Mm-hmm. On the job. O-T. T. Taking your, your natural talent and just refining it, right? <laughs> yeah. Nice. Absolutely. Nice. So do you do like like warm-up exercises? Like, how now, brown cow? Yes. How now, yeah. <laughs> I was really hoping it was going to be I love bad. scotch. <laughs> <laughs> I was really hoping it was going to be the high school musical. The ma, ma. Oh, was, yeah. was that another exercise or a confession? Right there? <laughs> Are we going to have to cut this? <laughs> I only had it once and I don't love scotch. <laughs> Not quite the Ron Burgundy yeah. we're hoping no, for. No, no. But I have been thinking about shaving just a mustache in. Oh, just nice. To see how that goes. Yeah. Have you done that before? I have, and I was quickly told to not do that again. <laughs> <laughs> so then, why would you do it again? Well, it's time has passed, and times are changing. Yeah. You know, everybody's walking around with stashes these days. Yeah, and they shouldn't. <laughs> they really shouldn't. <laughs> Most of them. There's very. There's not many Tom Selleck's. Or uh, true. True. that's true. Yeah. Uh, uh, what, only what a chosen few can of, pull off a mustache. What's that? What was my list of four? Lisa. Oh, uh, uh, Tom Selleck, uh, um, Burt Reynolds, Burt Reynolds, mm-hmm. uh, the Sam uh, Elliott, huh? Was it Sam Elliott? Mm. Sam, Sam Elliott. Yep. Sam now Elliott. there's a mustache. Yep. Sam Elliott and yeah. uh, um, Alex Trebek, wasn't it? I think you didn't have a back when Trebek oh, had yeah. a mustache. Trebek had a mustache. Mm-hmm. Ron Swanson. Who plays Ron Swanson? Oh no, didn't have him. That's fake. That's not a real. That's mustache. a real mustache. No. Is it? Yeah. Could What's be. his name? What's his real life name? Um, I can't think of it. It's Nick Offerman. Yep. Yeah. You just Another made good that stash. up. No, it's his real name. Oh. I know that for fact. Sorry, I, I stopped <laughs> listening after you said Sam Elliott. Yeah. You're not getting better than that. When no. you have a DJ's commercial like where it's just like the, the, the mustache is, is doing stuff. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. It's pretty magical. Watch Tombstone not long ago. Love that Yes. Movie. Love it. Yeah, I I didn't even realize he was in that until it came on again after I I knew who Sam Elliott was. Oh, sure. It's like, oh, yeah, yeah, he's in that too. Yep. Good pizzas. It's interesting (laughs) that that movie, uh, and and now this this subject has no redeeming qualities or anything to do with with, uh, anything of the faith. But I thought it was interesting that uh, everybody in that movie, you watch the movie and, and you just have it in your mind that, you know, Wyatt Earp was old. 
mm-hmm. and and Virgil was old, and all these people are old. And then you you go to the Wikipedia's and you read about these guys, and they're like in their twenties and thirties. Yeah, yeah they, but they look like they're eighty two. Yeah, uh, <laughs> well, hard the- hard living back in the day. <laughs> you know, also had a good mustache in that movie. Val Kilmer. Val Kilmer had a great oh, mustache. Nobody. It's Doc Holliday. Yeah, I don't think anybody will ever be able to play Doc Holliday again. Ever. No, no, no. no. Yeah. Um, there was another. There, Wyatt Earp came out as a movie, and it had. Um, Kevin Costner in it. And that it same had, year. Yeah, and it had uh, 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 Dennis Quaid yeah, playing Doc Holliday, and it's lame. just like, mm. no, Val Kilmer just blew it out of the water. Yeah, yeah. Compared, yeah, compared to Val Kilmer, it's, he, he ain't no Daisy. No, Quaid would be the homely one. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My favorite scene in that movie <laughs> is where he meets up with uh, uh, Johnny Ringo. Oh yeah, and and they're in the bar. And they start spinning guns <laughs> with his cup. <laughs> he starts spinning this cup, and they're cursing at each other in Latin. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's yeah, so good. It's good stuff. So I love good. it. Yep. So it, uh, yeah, that that movie is uh, probably top five yep. for me all time. It's one that if I'm flipping through the channels and it's on, I will stop. You have to. Um, I might not watch the whole thing, but I will stop. I got two guns, one for each of you. <laughs> Ah, uh, that's too good. So what else is going on? <laughs> Why, Ike? Whatever do you mean? Maybe poker isn't your game. Why don't we have a spelling contest? Let's have a spelling contest. Uh, you can watch this on Amazon Prime, Dana. Okay, cool. You, I should have to look it up. You, oh, you guys haven't seen it? Mm-hmm. No, no, no I, in it too. I, Not can't you tell that I Google? Yeah. Oh, you, you, could, you could, if you want to get the best stuff, well, I'd say watch the whole movie, but if you just want to get the really good lines, YouTube, Val Kilmer, Doc Holliday, and just oh, watch the, I, watch I the think, scenes. I think you got to watch the whole thing. I wish that I'd never seen it so that I could watch it for the first time <laughs> oh. again. You really got to like, put that sense a little quicker after. Yeah, I was like, there's plenty of movies I wish I could, I'd never seen. <laughs> yeah, if I could watch it for the first time again. Oh, man. Movie's so good. I stand corrected, Wyatt. <laughs> you are an oak. <laughs> What can we talk about, Sarah? I don't know about the last thing I googled that quote we were talking about earlier. Yeah, it's from Inventing Anna. Oh, Uh, yep, she says it while she's in jail. I've never seen that or even heard of that movie. No, so it's a series. Yeah, I have an update. What's up for the folks? Yeah, Yeah. Uh, John Elway has been at my new uh, place of employment. Really? Yeah, going around to different (laughs) locations at the studio. So yeah. what? He hit every room in the church and just out he went. Almost every. Can we talk about his last gift? Yeah. Here at Atonement, which is my like, I just enjoy that. So well, much. we we should probably get everybody up to speed on John Elway's story anyway, just yeah. in case, because we've talked about it before. But I mean, not like every episode or yeah. anything. Well, so John John Elway is uh, a cardboard cutout <laughs> of John Elway. <laughs> And what? No, it's just he's a cardboard cutout, yeah. which is true. It's fact. Yeah. It's just yeah. funny. Of John Elway. Yeah. And uh, so he he had uh, a job at the church at one time. He, he yeah. did. He did. He was yeah gainfully employed. He yeah. was serving the Lord. He um, so first of all, 
Uh, he came. He came from a bar. Uh, after the Broncos won either their first or second Super Bowl, um, they had a, a beer ad. Uh, you can figure out which one it was, being John Elway played for the Denver Broncos. Mm-hmm. And uh, he was he was at a bar somewhere in the area. And I had a friend who knew somebody who worked at that bar and said, hey, when you're done with John Elway, can I have him? And they were like, take him. So she took him and brought him to me. And he lived at my house for a very long time. And uh, uh, he was out in the open, but... Uh, but then when I began dating my, um, uh, my future and current wife. Uh, uh, Your then girlfriend, it, now like, wife. Yeah, my, sure. Yeah, I didn't know how to Sentences phrase it. are hard for Ryan today. <laughs> I didn't know how to phrase it properly. Uh, he, was, uh, he was banished to rooms where she didn't have to look at him every time she came over to visit me. But then once we got married, we were living together and all those sorts of things. Then he was in rooms where he would continually scare her. Did you have to like work that into your vows? Mm-mm, nope, nope. She never thought of it. And so then uh, she's been trying, she was trying to evict John Elway for some 20 years. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so. But he's wily. He is. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you can't he just. scrambles in the pocket. You can't just get rid of John Elway and I'll get to that. <laughs> no, really. And, and so. Yeah. <laughs> Once the uh, once the pandemic hit and we got our cameras here at Atonement, uh, we would have to like do white balancing and and mm-hmm. and you know adjust so, color and things lighting. like this yeah. L- lighting. And the problem was whenever we wanted to do that, we'd have to find a volunteer. Like, hey DJ, could you go stand up on the stage for the next no. half hour mm-hmm. while we do this? Or and, no. and it's a job that you couldn't be doing other things while you were up. No, right. you, right. you just, just had, had to stand, stand there. You just had to stand yeah. there. Yeah, and yeah, uh, move a little bit to the left. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, yeah, your other left. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, is, no. Is that is the light right in your eye or no? My left. And then, uh, so one day I thought, wait a minute, I'll bring John Elway, and this will be perfect. <laughs> I can get him out of the house, mm-hmm. and uh, he can come here, and then he can just live at the church. Yeah. So I did that, and he did. He lived here at the church. He lived uh, behind the screen in the in the ark for the longest time, uh, but eventually, um, you know, we didn't. We did didn't. We? we didn't need him so much. Yeah. When did we well, dig him out and bring him in here? I'm not sure when he got uh, banished into the podcast room. <laughs> I think when we got banished into the <laughs> podcast room because we used to be in different rooms, rooms as ago. well. <laughs> so we were, we were kind of like a traveling circus, just yeah. set up and tear down, and on you go. Yeah. So uh, after once I left, John Elway was not coming back home with me, well, so I just left him here. You left out a crucial part of this what when he it? moved into the podcast room he got a facelift he yeah, became chuck yes. norris yep. he did he did <laughs> yep he did yeah somebody yes. and I, I know who the person is but i won't out him on this program but uh he printed out a uh picture of my face and then and taped <laughs> mm-hmm. it onto john elway's head to yep. which cora dubbed when she came in here Whoa, that's Chuck Norris. <laughs> <laughs> Is that where it came yeah. from? Yeah. It was oh, Cora. that's that's perfect. <laughs> that's why it stuck with you. It's like that's Chuck Norris. Chuck Norris. So, uh, but anyway, when yeah, when I uh, when and I we dressed him up a few times. Yeah, yeah, he had he had armor and things. Uh, he he had a good he had a good run here at Atonement. Oh yeah. But when I left, I knew that I wasn't going to be able to bring him home, so I just left him here. And the day that I left, we put him in poor Lisa Hansen's office. <laughs> And scared oh, her. For and how then, long? like, Lisa didn't remove him immediately yeah. either. Yeah. She let him continually scare her for a while. <laughs> 
Okay. And then finally brought him. And I will he, say though, in Lisa's defense, usually when she does, when she's in the office, she's not here like eating bonbons, chatting it up. Like she's like a force of nature. She's coming in, pot, she's, she's coming yeah. to do things. But we also placed him in such a way that like she has to go fully into her office before she sees uh, him, and she is such like she's gonna do something, yep. so she won't see him right yeah. away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, okay, now back to your story. His his last days here at Atonement. What yeah, was, so you know he's basically visited everybody, scared everybody. Yeah, so and we were like, basically, he was in my office. Okay, I didn't want him. Yeah, you wouldn't take him. Yeah, so we needed to put him somewhere else. We're like, who hasn't he be- like visited? DJ. <laughs> I haven't heard this story. To which, yeah. to which, poor John Elway almost met his demise. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the guy is sixty. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it would only take one good hit. I yeah. wa- I walked in and I see this <laughs> shape. This shape just to the right of me and he almost got a flying burrito right in the throat (laughs) (laughs) but even better than that that i put him in your office on monday but you're not here on mondays so we knew it would be tuesday but pastor becky (laughs) 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 said she needed to borrow something from your office on monday (laughs) so you got a two-for-one deal (laughs) so he got becky too scared that's awesome scared becky yep (laughs) Gave her and, a heart attack. Yeah. And that's how he got evicted from the church. Yeah, well, then. Uh, when he almost got ki- kicked through, like, uh, seriously, because um, it wasn't just once because I forgot he was there. <laughs> I, had to, I had to literally turn him to face the corner away from me so that I wouldn't see this face yep. in my peripheral vision whenever I walked in there. And it got to the point where... I think it was a Wednesday or something like that. I'm like, all right. Because after it happened, I went to everyone that had so much fun passing this around saying, <laughs> I'm going to throw this in the dumpster. Does anyone want John Elway? Nobody wanted him. Nobody no. wanted him. So he but was none g- of us would throw him away. Right. Isn't that something? He was going to go to the dumpster and who should walk in? Oh, yeah. I know who walked in. But a good friend of ours. Yeah. Who no. said, I know what to do with him. <laughs> Don Groth, who happens to also work where I work. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so one day I come sauntering into the newsroom and who's standing there, but John Elway with your face, <laughs> with my face mm-hmm. on. So I took my face off because, uh, the plan was to finally give John a proper burial. Mm-hmm. And Viking funeral, hits? Viking pyre. So, yeah. well, That's what we talked about. so he, he stood there and in the newsroom all day long face the other way because he was scaring everybody so they turned him around (laughs) and uh i said well i'm gonna go give john a proper burial and somebody said uh why don't you i don't know put him in the janitor closet why don't you scare the scare the cleaning ladies (laughs) so that's what i did and a little while later john was hanging out in the hallway so then again i was like all right well he did his job he probably scared them i'm gonna go Put him in the dumpster. And on my way out, somebody else said, no, 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 don't do that. Put him in his office. (laughs) So I think he made it up and down everybody's office uh, over to the radio station. And then um, uh, he was uh, in different offices for a while. Um, Last week, he was heading up the Froggy uh, (laughs) 99.9 studio. And now he's in. Now he's in the. Now he's in the sports station. Oh, finally, yeah. he found the place he was looking yeah. for. Yep. That's where yep. he belongs. Yeah, it's amazing. 
how many lives John Elway has, and how and how every and how time, many he's taken from people. Yeah. <laughs> Just shave that little quarter off every and, scare. And and how every time it's like, all right, I guess it's time. Somebody's like, no, no, we don't yet. don't yeah. do that. <laughs> Not yet. No, what? nobody's willing to let him go. There, there is yeah. some like magic to that yep. cardboard cutout that like you can't throw them. <laughs> It can't be done. Something will just yeah. magically pop up that like he's no, like the Annabelle doll. Yeah. yeah. So does, it, does he still have the duct tape uniform? Yeah, you have to leave that on. It's it's gaffer tape. He it'll, lost his sponsorship. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Basically, it will uh, it will um, cut John, John Elway right in half yeah. if we if we try to take that tape off. So, <laughs> so yeah. So nobody knows what beer he's he's peddling. <laughs> well, it's a it's a guess. Yeah. yeah. So use your deduction skills yeah. to play yep. for the Denver Broncos. <laughs> yep. So I also like the idea of people at your new office just being like catching a glance of him and thinking he's an actual person. Yep. <laughs> what I want to know is does everyone in the office know who his original home was? Yes. They yeah. all know it's Oh yeah, Every, everybody <laughs> knows where and why and they they know they know John's biography. Let's oh. put it that way. And they all still like you there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah good. That's <laughs> good. Hey, yeah, that's great. If, they ex- if they're going to accept you, they got to accept John yeah. too. Well, I, evidently. <laughs> I just imagine that Ryan, one day when you pass, you'll be buried and right next to your tombstone will just be a little tombstone. <laughs> but here lies the John Elway cutout. <laughs> I so feel you're like never without be like a news article on the John Elway yeah. cutout. Of Bar- just oh. like buried send him with, down to taps. Buried with John hugging him like this. <laughs> We're gonna be He's okay. Like, <laughs> I, I'm sorry. I just had this picture in my head at, at, at Ryan's funeral during the visitation. There's all the flowers, and then John Elway. He's right up there too. Don't close that until John gets inside. We have him out now. He gets but his own floral go wreath with the ribbon. John Elway. Uh, John. Oh. If Whoever re- does your eulogy has to bring up John. Yep. If the real John Elway only knew. Oh, right. <laughs> I did send him a picture of me and John. Oh, yeah. The that real was, John Elway. Was that with your letter? When I applied for the general manager yep. job. Yep. <laughs> so, yeah. Were you here when I applied for the no, general manager job? No, oh. I think we have a podcast episode on it. Yeah, I think yeah, we, we do. do. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> So day well, and uh, no topic. offense, but they they should have hired you. Uh, they'd probably be doing better. <laughs> we won't go there. <laughs> so anyway, that's the update on John Elway for anybody who's been following that story. Oh, that's so. If you've uh, ever been in the building and just wondered where yep. he wandered, why off to. is there a John Elway in here? That's the story. Oh, yeah, and then he's just now yeah you know. lived in offices. Mm-hmm. Yep, scaring people. So, anyway, on the last time you all joined us, we we discussed a question about why the last time the, on that podcast, yeah, on the dun, last dun. episode, yeah. Um, dun, so dun. we talked about why <laughs> Jacob was uh, had his name changed to Israel and then changed back. So, if you're interested in that and you haven't listened, and and not only that, but was his name was then. Jacob and Israel interchangeably. Interchangeably. Yep. Go go uh, <coughs> hit the rewind button and listen to that episode. Israel is a person and a nation. Yep. But now I have another question. Okay. All right. So if we all go to Exodus 4, yep. if you've ever been there before, you'll be able to find it. Even if you haven't been, you should be able to find it as well because it's under Exodus 4. 
Like this. I'm buying time, of course. Um, Exodus 4, chapter, Exodus chapter 4, verses like 20, 24, 24 through 26. Mm-hmm. Would anybody like to read it aloud? <clears throat> I'll give it a read. Okay. At a lodging place on the way, the Lord met him. Side note, Lord's capitalized, so we learned from the last episode. Yep. DJ's mm-hmm. fun fact. Read it. Read it as it actually is, and see mm-hmm. what that sounds like to you. Oh, at a lodging place on the way, the the uh, Yahweh Yahweh met him and sought to put him to death. Mm-hmm. Then Zipporah took a flint and cut off her son's foreskin and touched Moses' feet with it and said, "Surely you are a bridegroom of blood to me." So he let so he let him alone. It was then that she said, "A bridegroom of blood because of the circumcision." Okay, three twenty six. Yep. Okay. Yep. That's it. So Zipporah is uh, Moses' wife, by yes. the way. Mm-hmm. And his son is his son. We learned that from another great Val Kilmer movie called Prince of Egypt. Oh, sure. I haven't seen Great that. soundtrack. What? Yeah. You've never seen Prince of Egypt? <gasps> no. Oh, it's the one to see. Really? Have, you ever, have you seen um, The Ten Commandments? Like the old uh-huh. one with Charlton oh, Heston? Yeah. Yep, yep. This one's better. Really? Okay. Steven Spielberg produced. Huh. I'll have to watch it. Mm-hmm. It's cartoon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And DreamWorks. one of the best soundtracks. <laughs> Literally. Oh, it's yes. probably the best DreamWorks movie. It was mm-hmm. one of their early oh, ones. Oh, okay. Debatable. Shrek. But it was early. Oh, Shrek. Huh. Oh, yeah. Okay. Hand wow. All right. So back to the back to the script. That was back when CGI was becoming a thing. Like mm-hmm. it was the old kind of cartoon before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hand drawn. Yeah. But then. All back, right. Back to the question. Back, back when you thought there's no way that they could ever the graphics could ever get better on these things. Mm-hmm. And then they just keep getting better. Just keep getting better. Mm-hmm. I'm stalling because because this is a hard one. <laughs> <laughs> well, I want to know uh, uh, why why God wants to. Uh, so this is. Uh, basically where we're at here, uh, and correct me if I'm, if I'm not right, DJ, uh, Moses has said, Hey, to his, to his father-in-law, Hey, I'm going to split cause I'm going to go back. He talks to God, 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 God. Hey Jack, I'm going to split. Yeah. Cause God talked to him at the burning bush and said, Hey, you got to get those people out of there. That's right. And so Moses goes to his father-in-law and says, Sorry, buddy. I'm out of here. His I name gotta... is Jethro. Yeah, Jethro. Hey, Jethro. <laughs> I, can't, I can't wait for the next RSV to come out. The Ryan Standard version. <laughs> so he, so he's on his way. He's on his way to Egypt to get all the people out of there. Yep. And on the way, at a lodging place, the Lord decided, you know what? I've had enough of this guy. <laughs> this is it. This is it for him. Right? You're dead to this me. Show. Not the right vibe. Yeah. <clears throat> Cut it. So uh, at a lodging place on the way, the Lord met him and sought to put him to death. Mm-hmm. And then so the, uh, Zipporah had to t- take a flint and cut off her son's foreskin and touch it on his on Moses' foot. Mm-hmm. So if you think about this mm-hmm. in your head, mm-hmm. where I don't know where else you'd think about it, but if you think about it, you're like... <laughs> What's going on here? Like all of a sudden, just out of the blue, God is like, "You're done." Yeah, I've had it with you. Yeah. And so, it, but his wife is like, "Hold, hold the phone here. Mm-hmm. How can I fix this problem? Mm-hmm. I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to cut my son's foreskin off and touch his foot with it. Right? You got to think these things through. And this is what's going on. I'm not making anything up. I know, but when you apply (laughs) modern day logic to that. Yeah. So what I think is going on. Yeah, that's why I wanted to, you said you had a theory. Yeah. So, so. Or an explanation. 
they're at a lodging place. So it's not like they're on a trail. Well, somewhere. It's not like it's Wolf Lodge or something like that. <laughs> right, it's they're, not they're a, at the Motel know, 6. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so there was no continental breakfast. Great, great like Wolf Lodge. On. <laughs> yeah, but the coffee here is terrible. Um, so they're at a lodging place. So my guess is, and, and God is putting him to death, sought to put him to death. Mm-hmm. My guess is they had to stop because Moses was feeling ill. Okay. Okay. Car sick. Well, I donkey sick. Yeah, donkey sick. <laughs> because they're at a lodging place, or maybe they just stopped for the night. But I'm as I, obviously Zipporah knew that this guy's not well, right? And if I don't fix this problem in a hurry, he's going to die. Yep. So uh, all the people of uh, all of God's people had been previously told. Uh, to be part of me, you need to be circum. All the males need to be circumcised, right? Yep. So was I'm 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 just thinking here. Was God upset with Moses because Moses had not circumcised his son, and so he's like, if you're not going to listen to me, this is it for you. Yeah. So there's a couple things going on, and and you're you're running down the right line. Okay. okay? Um, before we talked about Abraham and, mm-hmm. and Abram becomes Abraham and he's given the Abrahamic covenant. Do you know what the sign of the covenant was? Circumcision. Cir- okay. Yep. Yeah, yep. On the eighth day, all male children would be circumcised. Yep. Why? Now think about what the promises that God gives him that makes Abraham righteous. It's not anything that Abraham has done that makes God say you're a keeper. Mm-hmm. It's believing God's promise, and the sign of that promise is circumcision. Okay. And the promise that God says is, I will give you descendants as many as the stars, but even more so, I will give you the offspring, which the word in Hebrew is literally the seed. Uh-huh. And that word is the same word that's given to um, Adam and Eve. Okay. After they sin, that I will give you a son of man. Okay. A seed. Uh-huh. It's the same word. For, that's given to Abraham, that's given to Adam and Eve. Okay. One that will crush the serpent's head. Yeah. Okay? <clears throat> so every male is required to be circumcised. Yep. Now, I don't want to get gross, okay? So people just, just uh, grow up with what I'm about to say. Yeah. It's a promise that every male is unable to avoid because it's part it's 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 like a tattoo it's on them Mm -hmm. they it's always a part of them and if they go to the bathroom anytime there's a reminder that you're part of this promise of this one who will make the entire world renewed okay and every time that they a husband and a wife Mm -hmm. come together there's there's a ritualistic connection with circumcision with the promise of the descendant who will come okay are you following me? Does that make sense? <laughs> <laughs> Go back to the last episode, and then that will make sense. All right, right? Yeah. Yep. Now, since the promise of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, three, 350 years or 450 years have gone by, uh-huh. and Israel has gone from being a person with 12 sons uh-huh. To a nation with 12 tribes named after those sons. Yes. They've grown into a monumental amount of people. And Exodus speaks about 
and God heard their cry mm-hmm. and had God had even warned about this to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob that your descendants will be enslaved. Like this is in Genesis. They'll yeah. be enslaved. Yep. But God is going to deliver them. Okay. And who does he call up to the big leagues? Moses. Moshe. Yeah. Yeah. Moses. <clears throat> Moses has fled uh-huh. for his life. And is living <laughs> as a shepherd among the Midianites. That's another Semitic tribe mm-hmm. that maybe they didn't practice circumcision because that word had not been given to them the way it had been given to the descendants of Abraham. Okay. okay? Moses marries Zipporah. Uh-huh. She's Midianite. Mm-hmm. Her father-in-law is Midianite. <clears throat> they end up being amalgamated into the the Israelites, they travel with the Hebrews to the promised land. Okay. They got two sons. Okay. But only one of them has to get, you know, a little taken off the top okay. by a mom. Okay. With a flint knife. Yeah. So I'm, I would hope that's a baby. Yeah. And it could be very well that this is shortly after God has said to Moses, you know, um, take the sandals off your feet. This is holy ground. I've called you to go and know that I will be with you, Moses. Yep. So here's two two options here. Okay, the first option is Moses didn't take God's promise that he would be with him seriously. Okay. And so did not have his both of his sons circumcised. One of them apparently is not the other one. Okay. <clears throat> so that's one option. Okay. Um the other option has to do with and, and they could both go together, but I think the other option is that if you read what's happening in Exodus, God is going to continual, continually disciple Moses uh-huh. until Moses does God's will without question and even becomes a disciplinarian to the people of Israel in place of God. Okay. And in doing so, God doesn't smite the people because God is just and, and holy and so on. And all of the promises that God is making, there's this almost like... Um, Mercy and wrath that gets played out in in the wonders of God, and even Moses is not, you know, Moses is not so special that he's separated from that. He's not he's not like the offspring that's to come. He's he's not like Jesus. Uh-huh. He's a man, but God works through Moses in such a way that Moses is it, it, he's discipled by God. To the point where Moses, like, like on the on the mountain, right? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Moses is given the Ten Commandments, and I know we're over our time, but Moses is given the Ten Commandments, and he comes out on the mountain, and everyone has like said, "We'll follow you, God." And then, like, as soon as Moses is gone, they all go their own way. They're they got they made, made a golden, golden calf. calf. They're dancing yeah. around it, and Moses and God is ticked, right? Yeah. God is like you know what? I'm going to smite all these people and I'm going to make a people out of you, Moses. Yep. And you get Moses going, hold on a second. Yeah. What? And, and Moses' whole argument is, is God, how the rest of the world isn't going to know how great you are if you go back on your word. Yeah. I had a teacher say, does that mean that God changed his mind? And, and the way I read it is like, no, I think that's God telling Moses what Moses needs to hear to be a leader, to go down and discipline the people so that God doesn't smite them completely mm-hmm. because of God's justice and their wickedness. Okay. And that's what's happening from this point on. God's given Moses a word. Moses can either faithfully believe that word and follow it. And if he doesn't, he's going to get 
D-U-N. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's, there's going to be a consequence. To uh-huh. it. And that happens throughout the entire Exodus story with Moses specifically. Okay. And in a larger extent, the people of Israel. Okay. And that story, that pattern is going to continue for the entire sequence of the Old Testament. Like, God gives a word. The people don't believe it. There's consequences. God shows mercy. The people believe his word. Mm-hmm. God gives a word. The people don't believe it. Yeah. There's consequences. God shows mercy. <laughs> the people believe his word. That happens over and over and over again between Exodus, Judges, uh, Joshua, the Kings and Chronicles, all of it. Mm-hmm. Same thing over and over and over again. Okay. Does that make sense? So, <laughs> so do you smell what I'm cooking? So, so it does. It does go back to uh, either just God knowing that Moses isn't doesn't have complete faith, or does it go back to the the like is Moses not showing faith by not having his son circumcised, and it comes back to part of that too. In both cases, it's either Moses questioning God's word or not trusting God's word. Okay. And there's a consequence to that. Mm-hmm. But in the case, even in this case, um, God is merciful. Yeah. Like there must have been a word or something that, like you said, you know, Moses got sick mm-hmm. and Zipporah smartly realizes what's going on Yeah, and carries out something that's pretty harsh. Yeah. I mean, what if, what if he was like 20? Right. You know what I mean? I mean, that's... that's he, he'd have been like, Mom, I'll do this myself. <laughs> <laughs> but then she takes him and just throws it at his feet. <laughs> Bridegroom of blood. Um, it could also be, though, that, that Jethro and, and, and Zipporah, one, co- one kid was circumcised and Zipporah was like, no, 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 we're not doing that again. Yeah. And so then she steps forward to do this and is like, what have you gotten me into? Mm-hmm. Who's this God that's telling you to, to go and do all these things. Yeah. Well, he's, he's all powerful and he's beyond your understanding, huh. but he is going to deliver his people. In other words, uh, uh, he's not a tame lion, right? He's a lion he's or not a tame lion or was, but he's good. Or was Zipporah the center of this story? You just brought that up now. Yeah. She was the one not believing. Or or doubting, especially or doubting. especially if Moses had already gone through and circumcised, sure, one child but not the other, and and it brings up a question: Does this happen before the golden calf? Oh yeah, so yep. it could be like the stepping stone of like mm-hmm. all, all of yeah. Moses. Are you going to respond to one? Are you going to respond yeah. to two? Are you going to sure? Well, and and the entire story of Exodus is about God delivering His people, but God also showing that He is God. Mm-hmm. And all the other things that we worship or we trust on is not God. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what that's what the mm-hmm. plagues are. It's it's. There's a point where Pharaoh Pharaoh's like, no, I won't let your people go. Like by the third one, Pharaoh's like, eh, maybe I will let your people go. And God's like, nope, I'm gonna harden your heart. You're not letting them go. Yeah, I'm. Yeah. You know, like like sending <laughs> the toads. <laughs> like you're gonna get the full brunt of this. So good. This will make a great musical. Oh, so just, I just love that the, all the frogs were on the land that it stunk. Can you imagine yeah. how bad that would have been? Yeah. Uh, yep. Gross. That could be a whole episode of what do you think would be the worst of the plagues? Oh man. Well, the last one, but man, <laughs> gross. Yeah. And here's the funny thing about the plagues: keep the plagues in mind. Go read Revelation. Okay. Hmm. Because all the imagery in Revelation comes directly out of the Old Testament, and especially when God carries out justice, mm-hmm. 
it's it's the plagues that that hit the world again. Huh. But it's not just the Nile; it's two thirds of the seas. Yeah, <laughs> turn to blood, mm-hmm. and huh. all the fish die. So, good times. Yeah. <laughs> good note to end on. Happy note like that. Anyway. And a happy note. So, We're all right. Space on the micro on the SD card. What? I just got a warning that said out of space. How? Did it quit? It's still recording. I don't know where it's going. All right, we're going to wrap up real fast. <laughs> uh, I'll pray. Five second pray. Thank you. <laughs> Heavenly Father, I thank you for this time, Lord. Uh, I thank you for uh, Pastor DJ and uh, helping um, to to uh, d- decipher all these things and uh, um, understand something that is really difficult for our uh, 2023 brain to, to understand sometimes. Um, God, I pray that the people who have listened to this episode have been blessed by it. And uh, uh, again, I thank you for, for your blessings. In Jesus' name, amen. Uh, all right, we're going to go through this quickly. Atonement.live, atonementfargo.org, YouTube, search Atonement. We've got services this weekend, 9 and 1030, live on all of those places. For Pastor DJ Lura, Sarah DeYoung, and Dana Mashevsky, I'm Ryan Jakey. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next time for another riveting episode of that podcast. Can we make it? The of that you say it always sounds so flat. sweet. It's just nice and soft. Oh. <laughs> riveting. I just have to think about what I have to title this now. <laughs> <laughs>